Listener supported. WNYC Studios. It's Money Talking from WNYC. I'm Charlie Herman. It's a new year, but it's the same old wild swings on Wall Street. Let's take a look at how we finished the day up on Wall Street. Up. Despite being sharply lower around the open, the Dow was as low as 398. After reaching record highs last year, the stock market went south in the final months of 2018. And in the end, it was the worst year for markets since 2008. So what exactly is going on? Is it the government shutdown or rising interest rates? Maybe it's Apple announcing that its sales are slowing or that the economy is slowing. There could be one answer, though, that has to do with how the market itself actually operates that may explain why we've been seeing these triple-point drops. And with me to talk about that is Greg Zuckerman, special writer for The Wall Street Journal. Greg, good morning. Hey, great to be here. So you and your colleagues recently wrote in your paper about how 85% of all trading is on autopilot. Define what that means. Sure. These are types of investors who use algorithms and computer models as opposed to intuition and instinct. Sort of the old school, I like this product, I use this product, I'm going to buy the stock of this product. Those type of investors don't dominate markets anywhere close to the way they used to. And today it is sort of high-powered models, individuals and companies that rely on them that really dominate. And then there's also the trading that average investors are involved in, which is just uh, when you invest in a S&P 500 fund, a mutual fund that just tracks where the stock market goes. That's exactly right. So you and I have learned the lessons that um, it's probably best to be in cheap, inexpensive, uh, Vanguard-type index funds that track the market. But when we say track the market, these funds, the way they do so is through these models and through preset uh, recipes, algorithms to buy and to sell different times and different types of the market uh, circumstances. How did we get to this point? So taking a step back, I would argue there are a few reasons why the market is so computer-dominant, machine-dominant today. Part of it is behavioral economics. We've all learned the lessons, and they're pretty convincing that too often you, I, everybody kind of panics, and we feel greed, and we make all kinds of errors and mistakes as investors. It's hard as an investor to deal with the flow of information and to react, and we've made mistakes. And as a result, we've kind of said we as an industry, the financial services industry, But individuals like you and I as well have said, you know what, let's let the models decide for us. And there's some good reasons for that, but there's some unforeseen results. So you said that we as individuals have a tendency to make bad decisions. Uh, We panic when we see Apple shares, for example, yesterday were selling when they had bad news about sales. But the question is, we are also the same people who make the computer programs and the algorithms. So is there a danger that we've built into these computer programs, a sense that we're all programming them the same, and when something sells, everybody sells? Right. So part of the problem is we amplify trends when we turn to machine learning, when we turn to machine-dominant market. And and when you say amplify trends, is this like a, a snowball going downhill that if one starts to sell, everyone starts to sell, and it just picks up speed, and that's why we see these huge drops? Yeah, that's exactly right. And that's partly because uh, one of the inputs, one of the key inputs for a lot of these investors uh, today, a lot of these machines, is momentum. So when momentum picks up, when selling picks up, they're programmed to sell. When markets turn more volatile, the investors who rely on machines do more selling and react a little bit more quickly and try to react to what's happening. So momentum begets a momentum, I would argue. But for average investors, there is an advantage to these advancements. I would say so, yeah. And if anything, you can actually um, take advantage if you take a step back here. I mean, just think about the last week or two, you had thousand point moves back and forth on 
relatively little news. Nothing really has emerged to really change our fundamental view. The economy is slowing. The global market is slowing. Those are clear. But there have been these kind of bursts of buying and selling that the average investor, if he just takes a step back and doesn't react and stays with a kind of a balanced portfolio, you could actually take advantage. But I think the key here is that the markets aren't going down because of the machines. They're just amplifying what's going on. The fundamental reasons why we have weakness still exist for both for the economy and where it got interest rates going higher. We've got tariffs, trade wars going on. The reasons go on and on. So I don't think we can necessarily point the finger at the machines as to why we've had such a difficult time in markets over the past few months. But I do think there's an argument why they've added to the volatility and amplified those existing trends. So there's causes that can cause a market to go down. But if you look at the way the market itself is structured, built within it, it almost sounds like there's this, as you said, this momentum that gets faster and faster. Has it been tested if there's a huge, huge sell-off? I mean, what happens if no one comes in to actually stop the selling? Well, what's really interesting is a lot of these strategies, these machine-based algorithmic strategies, have evolved over the past few years. And we've had pretty placid markets. The economy has gone up since 2009 or so. So they haven't really been tested in a real downturn, in a bear market. So there are reasons for concern. I think overall, we are actually a little bit better place where you have machines that don't panic and and don't get scared. So there are reasons why we've embraced these types of uh, computer-based and machine-based type of programs to invest. But there are reasons for concern. And also, to some extent, you got to worry about whether there's a false confidence about the machines because they have worked for a number of years. Have we learned? Are we ready for what could be coming up next? I don't think so. I don't have any sense that regulators necessarily have prepared for an environment where volatility and liquidity, they call it liquidity on Wall Street, which just basically means the ease in which you can buy and sell. But again, we haven't really been tested. We've really seen the market been pretty steady and strong for a number of years. So I don't think regulators are are necessarily prepared, neither are sophisticated investors. So we are in uncharted territory to some extent. We'll see how we react. And if you're an unsophisticated, just average investor, or maybe not even invested in the market, but just watching it, how should you react? Well, I think the instinct is to be nervous just because while well, these machines, they can't be good. I would temper that concern by remembering that humans aren't great investors. <laughs> and that's been proved through um, economic research and testing and such. And we all have memories, I'm sure, of times that we panicked or got too greedy. And so the instinct to rely on machines and algorithms and computer models isn't a bad one. It's just one that we need to be a little more concerned about, a little more more wary of in terms of in a downturn in markets that haven't been tested and economic conditions that haven't been tested. Greg Zuckerman is a special writer for The Wall Street Journal. Greg, thank you very much. Great to be here. And I'm Charlie Herman, and this is Money Talking from WNYC. 